What's up, everybody? It's ALR from the ALR GPA podcast. I want to take this time to dedicate this show to a very good friend of mine, Gabriel Ramirez. The world just lost a great person. And I'll never forget you, bro. I'll never forget the good times we had and all the good advice you gave me. So I'll never forget you, bro. I love you. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ALR GPA podcast. I'm your host, Alberto Rodriguez, with my co-host, GP to the mother effing A. What up, dog? What's cracking? What's happening? What it is? What it should be? What it ain't? What it do? (laughs) What's happening? Not much, bro. Bro, episode number motherfucking 40, dog. Shit. Shit. (laughs) Hey, what episode did you come in at? I don't even know. 16? 12? Like that. I don't know. Let, don't let me grab my uh, let me grab my other phone. I'll tell you right now because uh, who's gonna grab his trap phone right now? It is, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got that Obama plan, player. <laughs> Still, they ain't disconnected me yet, homie. Nah, I'm just playing. Yeah. Hey, fool, you, it's free. Yo, man, we got a, hey, we got a lot of good uh, feedback for the Chicle and for the. Uh, Weecho show, bro. Bro, they're, dude, I'm telling you, man, like, those, and wait till we get Bethel on here, man, like, those dudes are straight up, like, very inspirational, bro. And I don't mean yeah. inspirational, they're gonna be giving you some kind of, like, sermon or ways or seven ways to improve your life kind of shit. Nah, they, they came from, you know, they came from humble backgrounds and made something of themselves and they stayed humble and now they they help the community, bro. Like they're selfless. I think it's yeah. dope. Yeah, that's man. I got a lot, lot of good feedback for that show. For both of them, man. So I think it was show Epis- episode nine from my count. Episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. God damn, bro. Episode five. We've been going strong on this shit, bro. That's nuts, man. dude. Man, I just, I just wish uh, episode. I was, you know, for the last two weeks, I was like episode so you forty. Mean like, episode 40. I, I've, give, I've given up thirty-one weeks of my life. Yes, sir. That's right, <laughs> bro. I just, I wish, I wish this. Uh, I was all stoked about it, and I'm, I mean, I still am. Don't get me wrong, but uh, like a lot of shits happened this week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So for those that don't know, man. Uh, I lost a good friend on Easter Sunday. Uh, he was a victim of a hit and run accident, or accident, or you know, just hit and run. The person left, but uh, he was life flighted, and uh, he couldn't, you know, he passed away due to his injuries. So, sucks, man. You know, father of uh, two beautiful kids, married. Uh, he uh, served in the service for eleven years, and uh, oh, man. Yeah, he was out there, you know, he, I worked with him 
and uh, from I met him at work, and uh, after that we just we worked together for so long. You know, he was just a great, you know, genuine person. You know, we did some stupid shit, you know, but hey, we were younger, you know. But it's just when I saw it on Facebook, somebody posted it, and I was like, and my heart just dropped. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like when you just yep. unexpectedly, you know what I mean? And uh, man, that shit, it, it it sucks. You know, I lost my son to be in the, to a hit and run also, so. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's like that shit been been on my mind heavy. And then today, bro, we lost uh, an icon, uh, DMX, and that shit addiction. Yeah. Um, in a way, you know, we talked about this. We talked about this a lot, and uh, I said it. You know, uh, he's not hurting anymore. He's at peace now. But it's just the way it happened to him. Because yeah. he was it, it, every interview you were able to tell he was all addicts going out, you know what I mean? And um, I saw an interview where he explained how he got hooked on that on drugs, and it was somebody he looked up to gave him a laced fucking joint, and he said that was the worst thing ever. He said, "Bro, uh, I don't know if you saw the interview, but uh, he said he would never wish that on even his worst enemy." Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. a dick, it, and I like what he said. You know, just because you you kick drugs, the problem's not over. I mean, every day you it's a constant battle, not to go back, not to relapse. And uh, I know, I know we have a you have some good points you want to talk about on that aspect as well. Well, you know, like I, 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 let's go back to your homie, dude. Yeah. Before we even hit the DMX thing, like I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get, I don't get why or how life decides shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You said he served. You said he served in the military 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. And he probably seen some shit in his 11 yeah. years there, and he yeah. made it out for this to happen. Yeah. Not saying that I would want anything happening over there, but fuck, he 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 made it out for a reason. There was a reason yeah. to, to for him to be out, and then for some because of somebody's stupid ass mistake or stupid ass choice of, of judgment, it it um it cost somebody their life, somebody their dad, somebody their spouse, somebody their son. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't yeah. make sense. To, it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm not even like I'm not even gonna sit there and, and, and try to try to figure it out. Because, you know, like, there's certain things I know for me that I don't want to know about. But I do want to understand why things like this happen to good people. Yeah. Yeah, it's you like... You know what I mean? You're right. He served, you know, 11 years, and I know he saw a lot of stuff and survived all that, and then for him to go out like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck is going on? Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. People are lucky that I'm not God, dude, because I got a list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. I got a list. And you know, I don't, you know, it's not like I don't, I, it's not like I go around not liking people, dude. I, I I get along with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I get along with a lot of people, but there's certain people that I've come across in my life, bro, where it was like, you're a piece of shit. And you're always going to be a piece of shit. And so, stay the fuck away from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when, but I like when, what you said. I, oh no, go ahead. Oh, 
No, it's just when I see good people lose that precious thing that we call life, and those pieces of shit are still around. I I, I can't understand the math of that, bro. I yeah, really can't. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was going through his Facebook today and just looking at pictures of him bonding with his sons, you know, with his two boys, and I. It's so far away. It's a, you know, it's in Tennessee, so I can't reach out to, you know, family members of his and what so. And but I, I just, I just thinking about his kids, what they're going through, bro. Like they just lost their pops, and he was just a great, genuine guy. You know, we were younger. We used to get high together and stuff like that. But then, you know, he straightened up and um, joined service, and you know, he was doing real good. We lost. We lost touch for we, we lost touch for a good while and then we last year we finally caught up and he's like oh you know damn dude you're totally different now from how i was back then and you know i'm settled down now and what's so, but it was just like you know the conversations we had was just congratulating each other on the success you know how he's been doing how i've been doing how we've grown and fuck man it's just <laughs> I don't fucking get it, bro. Like, it's been laying on my mind, bro. Like, like I told you that day, uh, fuck, dude, I was in a fuck. I was like, fuck, I, I, I just didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. and that, those memories and those memories and good times are timeless, though, bro. You're going to take that, you're going to hold yeah. that with you to the, to, your, to the end of your days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And nobody can take that. No. Um, but again, it's just like, you know what I mean? I just don't understand when... Um, when good people just like Tupac said bro the good die young yeah you know what I mean um, yeah fucking I just I just and the and the pieces of shit live forever yeah I just hope you know wherever he's at I just hope he knows that I love him and uh, yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. I, I, I was listening to a Tupac interview and it was kind of weird. I was thinking about it. Like, when somebody dies and you lose somebody and you're crying for them, you know, you go into slumps for them. I understand it's the love. And Tupac was the opposite. He's like, when somebody dies, you you go into that into that zone where you're super sad. But he said to me that to him, it was he looked at it like a little bit like it was selfish because you're crying because you're not going to see that person. And he's like, but in a way, you should be happy because they're not in this fucked up world no more. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird, bro. It's kind of weird how he broke it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with that to a point. Yeah, yeah. As, human, a point. A, 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 as humans, we have that right to grieve. Yeah. As, okay. part, as part of, our, as part of our, uh, our natural makeup as a human being. Now, I believe what he was talking about is staying there. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't have that right to stay there. No. I know I've come to grips with the way death is, um, dealing with loss, and you, I think you can relate to this too. That we all have that ticket to punch. There's not that amount of money, there's not that amount of fame, there's not that amount of health, and there's not that amount of pride or shelter that's gonna keep us from punch, being having our ticket punched when the time comes. Yeah. Your time comes, your time comes. And everybody has that path, and nobody's path is the same. Some yeah. of them are young, some of them are old, some of them are healthy, some of them are sick, some of them are fast, some of them are slow and painful. Yeah. But we all punch that ticket. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? From the day we were born, that that time that timer starts clicking. Right. And 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 it sucks, man, because you know you you grow up with this thing of like the natural order of things that you know our elders are supposed to go before us, but the reality is that shit don't happen. I'm living proof of that. You're living proof of that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. but I've told somebody this that has struggled with depression that you have the right to say, you know what, I'm shutting down today. I yeah. gotta have to take a mental health day and and, and and deal with this. But what are you gonna do tomorrow? What are you gonna do the day after that? Because what you do today, like that, if it turns into if it goes to tomorrow, it goes into a week, it becomes a habit, and then it becomes a lifestyle, and then it's really hard to get out of that. And that's depression. I do I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times where I I feel like shutting down, but I can't. I got way too much responsibility and I got way too many commitments and I got way too many things that will allow me to be like that for a long period of time. Do yeah. I have time to do that every once in a while? A day here and a day there? Yeah, I do. Because I have that right. I have that right. But not every day, bro. I can't. <laughs> Shit, bills won't get paid if I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come, so, comes to a point where just uh, life does have to go on. So... Mm-hmm. It's okay to enjoy life. It's okay to smile. It's okay to yeah. laugh. You know what? I'm not gonna bullshit you. I listened to the uh, I listened to your to the show that you were on with uh, uh, Gas Confidential. I listened to that show today. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. It's okay to smile. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to be happy. Um, stages of grief, and it's just no. <laughs> it's been it's been a fucked up week. Yeah, it's all over the place, bro. It's an emotional roller coaster. That's why music touches it so so much. Because there's a mu- there's a, there's a song out there somewhere that will touch you in the moment that you're feeling that moment. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. probably even times where you feel like you got the shits, bro. And there's a song about that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Di- yeah. Diarrhea, diarrhea, cha cha cha. Diarrhea. There's a song right there, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, like. Go ahead, Doc. Oh, now people saying, "Oh, your people are bumping DMX because he died." Motherfuckers, I've been, you know, not not they didn't say that to me, but some people putting it out there like, "Oh, now people bumping DMX." Man, DMX never fell off, man. That motherfucker, you know, playlist and people like myself. I'm pretty sure you too. Like we bump DMX not every day, but we used to play DMX and. That there's, you know, some of his albums weren't that good, but some of them were like fucking straight fire. Hey, you know first five so, or number, first first five debuted number one on the charts. First five. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I will say this though, dog. Like, DMX was like part of my soundtrack as a young adult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Belly, Belly's one of my all time. Belly is one of my all time favorite movies. You know what I'm saying? I got it yeah. right here. You know no what I'm saying? Valley's one of my. Oh, yeah, I watched that once a month, bro. I've watched that once a month since it came out, pretty much, dude. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I didn't know his struggle until I watched the Rough Riders Chronicles. Yeah. And he was struggling. He was struggling the entire time he was famous, bro. Yeah. Like he, it's not like oh you know, like the like the rest of the story goes for most people. It's like, you know, he came from a rough background. He got a little fame picked up a drug addiction it ruined his career 
and now he's trying to make a comeback. He struggled. He was struggling with addiction coming up. Coming up. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I could relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could relate to struggling with addiction before. And I, like, I, I ain't even trying to put myself uh, on the same level as DMX, but I could, I could say, I could put myself on the same level, level as a man growing up into a, into a young adult and now into an adult that I struggled with addiction at a very young age. We're talking 12, yeah. 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't like, oh, let me smoke a little joint. I was smoking shit. You know what I'm saying? At 12, 13 years old. So, yeah my perspective from the addiction point of view and i've never like i've never taken pills so i can't speak to that i've never shot up i can't speak to that but being in that environment with those type of people and seeing that there's levels to this shit right where i went in my addiction you know you had the dudes or people that that would snort it you know what i'm saying and then you took the next level to the people that were smoking it and then there was a level just above that, and they start shooting it, yeah. right? And I started out as one of the as one of the snorters, and that was good. It was fun, but then I start smoking it, and it was a whole other level. But then it got to the point where that wasn't enough. It just it just wasn't enough for what I was looking for. And so there came a point in time in my life where it was either you quit. Or you go to the next level. And this is probably one of the few times that you'll ever hear me admit this at any time. I was too pussy to go to that next level. And I'm glad I didn't because I lost friends to that shit. You know what I'm saying? I got friends that are no longer here because they went to that next level, started doing shit by shooting it up, and they OD, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and it, and it sucks because their life's cut short. So hearing the story about you know, DMX and his struggle, I do kind of agree with um, what a couple people had said, like, all you motherfuckers that are flashing money, you know, why could you reach out to the OG and see if you needed help and try to help him get out of his struggle? Master P said that shit, huh? Right. And I get it. And I get it. Because they were saying he was dead yesterday and he wasn't even dead yet, bro. Yeah. Like, RIP, yeah. like, he's not gone yet. And, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's the time we live in, right? It's people that want that attention for themselves because, oh, you know, I'm in this thing, right? If shitting your pants was a fucking fad, dude, people would start posting like, yeah, I'm shitting my pants. This is the thing. Oh, I shit my pants too. Look at my pants. I just shit them. That's the kind of, that's the kind of environment we live in, bro. Yeah. And so, and so knowing that he's continued to struggle like with uh, with addiction from his young age you know teenage years till now i guess to his demise it's sad bro it's sad because even like when i watched the movie i know he was struggling with that after i watched it, and i didn't know any of this until recently when i watched the rough riders chronicles so if anybody you know what i'm saying don't really understand what i'm talking about check out the rough riders chronicles because it's it, it really goes in depth with his career and the whole the whole movement of the Rough Riders and shit. Um, yeah. But man, it's like as minorities, it's almost like we're born with that demon chasing us. Yeah. What did you say though? It's like a best friend that's trying to kill you. Yeah, it's like a be- it's like having a best friend that tries to kill you every day. Yeah. 
It is. Yeah. Any type of any type of addiction, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, my addiction was totally different than yours and DMX's. You know what I'm saying? Mine was pills. Anything I yeah. could get my hands on, and I'm talking like fucking 17, 16 pills a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just it's a fucking bitch to stop. I'm scared nowadays. I can't take um, I can't uh, if I get sick or I get a cold or something. I can't take Nyquil. I can't take shit like that. I have to go to the doctor to get something prescribed because yeah. I have an addictive personality. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just because just because I'm done with it and I'm good, I'm clean, doesn't mean I'm not. You know, I get the craving sometimes. I, sometimes I'm like, fuck, oh, man, if I was high, I wouldn't have to worry. I'd, I'd be chilling right now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. You just got to fight that fucking demon because that fucking demon don't play, man. That motherfucker's always behind you, whispering in your ear. It's just yeah. a bitch. Addiction's I think, a I think, I, I, I think for me now, like, it's not like that anymore. Huh? Because my shit put me in a different environment. My shit clicked with my environment, right? Yeah. Where I had, where I had to be on point. I had to, I had to be ready for anything to pop off or whatever. And I'm not yeah. like that anymore. No I'm a totally different. Like, I, I, I wonder if you, uh, I wonder if we could like take a picture of my DNA when I was in my late teens to early 20s and you take a snapshot of my D- snapshot of my DNA now I guarantee you they're different you know what I'm saying yeah. my decision making my thought process all that shit's different now hey, so, so when you like oh. go ahead bro <laughs> no go no ahead. go ahead finish it finish it off no go ahead go ahead oh so when you would get high how many hours of the day would you be high 24 fuck Hey, one day, bro, when I'm, uh, like, when people say, oh, yeah, I went on a three-day binge. Bro, I was on a six-month binge. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me that. <laughs> six, six, nine months, down, then I'm down for two days, maybe a week, and I'm yeah. back on another ten months. Yeah. Like, I just, well, and it wasn't just my, it wasn't just one addiction, bro. Like, I, I did everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I did, I did everything. There were certain, there were certain ones that I wouldn't touch because I was afraid of that. Yeah. Um. But other than that, if I was in rotation, it's on a cracking. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and it sucks, doc, because that could have been the time that my ticket was punched. Yeah. There's a couple of times my ticket was punched pretty close, and you know what I'm saying I, you know. I would OD twice and that shit didn't it didn't take me. Yeah. You know? The one thing too though, bro, I will say this, like, and, and I'm not speaking for DMX, but I will say this is that there was a time where um where I would do drugs just to expand my mind to be able to come up with the shit that I came up with, right? Uh-huh. That's why I literally say, bro, like, the shit that I wrote back in the day, dog, I couldn't write it now because my mind doesn't function that way. Yeah. And addiction is that way, bro. Like, you feel when you first start doing it, it's a por- it's a performance-enhancing thing. It makes yeah. you better. It makes you better in all aspects that you feel that, you're, that you need to be, right? Yeah. And there's a certain point where you're running that engine at 200 miles an hour, and there's a certain point where that engine starts to weaken, right? Yeah. Yeah. And as that and as that thing weakens, then there's, there's then there's the, the erosion and decline of that, and I think that's 
that's what happens to an addiction that you, you you know you burn that wheel so much and some of some people don't come back i i you know i don't i don't see myself um outside of so i can't say that oh yeah it looked like he did a lot of drugs back in the day i can't <laughs> i can't see that right yeah yeah um when you know you see people that have the twit they they talk and they mumble and they ramble and they look like they're not all there like there's there's people that are truly fried fried their engine bro and it's sad you know and then it gets to the point where they continue to do it to try to get back to that spot where they, they think that they're enhancing themselves and there's not there's no enhancement there bro it's 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 past that and and then you know if your brain doesn't give out something in your body will yeah you know oh they um they were saying that his organs were failing already yeah well that's because he, that's because he had he had low brain function yeah when your brain doesn't function your brain is your is your engine bro yeah. That runs every that runs everything. That tells you when to breathe and that's all that stuff. It's like that's like somebody getting dementia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, dementia erodes your brain so bad that it forgets to tell your body to breathe. Breathe. Or, yeah. your, or your body doesn't process that it's hungry. Or your body yeah. doesn't process that you need a glass of water or that you gotta go to the bathroom. It just shuts yeah. that shit down, dude, and it's it's bad, man. It sucks. Yeah, it's like I I watched that thing, uh it said like our brain tells we're not telling our body to to breathe as we talk it's our brain hey you're breathing right now so without us even knowing it's happening yep. you know what i'm saying my son yep. when he was in a coma from the moment he got hit till he woke up from his coma yo he was brain dead they said he was brain dead he wasn't gonna come back and mother's day he woke up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like there was hope there was options of pulling the plug, but we didn't, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't pull that plug. So it's like when I, I say brain dead, it's kind of like, oh, shit, it's, he can pull from this. He can't pull from this. So it's kind of for, for me, it's kind of like a toss up. You know what I'm saying? For me, yeah. if they if they did pull him off, uh, if it was me, I wouldn't have done it just yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just it's just the shit that you go through. That just like well, what's that shit like called? I, PTSD. Yeah. Like we just like traumatized. And yeah. uh, for me, when I used to get high, it, like we're talking right now about what to get to that level again, to me, it got to that point where I was just doing it so I wouldn't be fucking feeling like shit. You I know what, wanted... dude? I, I was the opposite. I think I'm a, what do they call it? Where someone likes pain? Yeah. Because I like the come down. Did you like the fuck? Oh, I, man. I love the come down. And the reason why is that food tasted great, water water tasted great. Yeah. Snickers Snickers were the best at that time. Yeah. Sleep never never felt so deep. You know what I'm saying? It's even cigarettes, dude. Because I used to smoke cigarettes back in the day. Like when I'm coming down, that you hit that cigarette, you get so lightheaded and feel like, ah, dude, this is great. Yeah. But yeah, that kills I, you. I, yeah. That kills you. Because I've seen studies where they say that, you know, people that run their, you know, again, they're, they're drug addicts and they're hitting, they're hitting it so hard that they stop for a certain period of time. And then when they relapse, they think they can go back and hit that same amount and do that same uh-huh. quantity that they were doing and it kills them. Yeah. And I did that multiple times, bro. Like I did that a lot because I like that feeling of the, uh, and boom, I'd be funny too. I'd be telling some fucking jokes, bro. I remember yeah. one time, dog. I remember one time. This is one of the <laughs> few that I that I'll fucking I'll tell I'll tell the story on. But I remember one time I was coming down bad, bro. And my homies were at my pad, 
and I was in my room just laying down and I went to go get a glass of water in there in my front room and you know my, you know a couple heads are in there and shit and I came out of my room bro and I fell to my knees it's like I'm fucking melting dog and they're like what because <laughs> I'm fucking melting dog I feel like the the wicked witch of the west dude and 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 um Wizard of Oz, help me, can't you see I'm melting, dog? And they're like, bro, you need, you need some sleep. Like, oh, I know, I'm gonna go get some water and go, go melt in my room and shit. But it, 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 um, I just, you know, and there was, dude, there was days where, like, I would crash out and you wake up and you, your body feels like, hey, it's morning time, but you look out the window and the, and, and the sun's on the wrong side of the planet. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had it a lot. Oh, man. Man, I had. <laughs> oh, you know. Wow. And I, and again, I want to say this, dude. I'm not condoning that lifestyle. I'm not encouraging anybody to have that lifestyle because that shit came with a whole lot of pain. It came a lot with a whole lot of pain. It came with a whole lot of loss. It came with a whole lot of of, of scars. You know what I'm saying? Like again, I, I destroyed relationships, whether it was with my family or my friends. I lost friends to the to that demon. You know what I'm saying? I I made poor decisions that were uh, detrimental to my to my future. You know what I'm saying? And I put myself in some bad situations, bro, where survival mode had to get me out. So it's not like we, so it's oh, not like what God. you see on TV where it's all good and one day you're like, I'm done and I'm walking out. No, that shit was a struggle, bro. It was a struggle. Yeah. When you kicked, uh, what was the process like? Was it you know painful? Uh, I stopped and I slept and I slept a lot. Yeah. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't, I just, I made a decision that I wasn't going to do it anymore. Uh-huh. And I slept a lot. And but it didn't I would fuck come, you up though. It didn't mess you up. Like I, I would break out in hives. I would break out in hives really bad just because it was all in my system and I'm already kind of like a sensitive skin kind of person. So yeah. I'd have to take Benadryl, which would turn knock me out more and I'd sleep. Um, there were times where I woke up kind of shaking, not like in the movies where they're like, oh, the lightning's outside, they're sweating and shit, nothing like that. I just didn't function very well. I still went to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went to work coming down, bro, and I would still put in, put in work, bro. Like, I would work harder than everybody. i drink a shit ton of water and just make it happen. And, you know, um, what out? What was it? I, I went to the doctor after I kicked just to make sure I was all good. I let the doc, my doctor know, like, my full history, everything that I've experimented with. And, you know, now she's still my doctor, so, you know, she's always asking questions and how this is going and that's going, you know what I'm saying? Um, the one side effect that I did have after I stopped, bro, was I gained weight. But I think that was, I think that was more stopping cigarettes than stopping smoking the other shit. Yeah. Cigarettes were harder to kick than Crystal was. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, cigarettes were extremely hard to kick. Oh shit! Oh, that what was that cigarette. Most of Marble Marble Reds. Marbles? I mean. Yeah, Marble Reds. All you needed was a fucking Budweiser next to you, dog. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Miller's genuine draft at that time, or a King Cobra. That's the thing too, bro. I was like, I would, I would, I would smoke and drink, and like what Shadow would say, I would smoke and drink and slowly blink. Like yeah. that was my daily. Yeah, I did that for a very long time. Shit, when I kicked, bro, it was bad, man. Fuck, I'm talking like this. What are you talking about? Chills and waking up at night? I used to fucking mm-hmm. wake up like 
drenched in fucking sweat and shaking, fucking stomach ache. I'd be hungry and I would fucking eat. 10 minutes later, I'd just fucking puke it all up, fall asleep, be cold all the time. It was like middle of summer. I'd be fucking freezing, dog. My fucking lip frog chap. It was bad. It was fucking, yeah. it was horrible. It was fucking, I don't wish that shit on nobody. I, I remember I used to get cramps in my legs too because I was so yeah. dehydrated. Yeah, I get cramps in my legs and stuff. But at the end of the day, dude, like if you're struggling with addiction, if you need help, you know, you should okay. ask somebody ask ask somebody for help. There's programs out there, there's people out there, there's family members that care about you. Like for me, I know I've had support from my family where like I've had an uncle go with me to like an A, you know, an NA meeting and meetings at their church and stuff. And then I had my my grandmother like round up her people at her church to sponsor me at this you know rehab and i didn't go to any of them bro like i didn't i felt that i didn't need it you know what i'm saying um hindsight yeah i don't think i would i think i would have wasted people's money honestly um kill it right here oh you can't see it huh kill it oh you can't see what are you doing, dude? Is, what is that, bro? Look at this. My dog. I can't see it. Oh. Where's my dog, Jack? This boy over here acting up, man. He think he cool. He think he's cool. But brother, yeah, as you were saying, man. But you never win. No. <laughs> yeah, Fuck, like dude. I said, um, I think I would have wasted somebody's money. Yeah. Just because I didn't have that frame. I wasn't ready to quit, bro. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I had resources to get it you know what I'm saying like it wasn't yeah. like I had to go break into a car I had to go break into a house I had to go do some scandalous shit I had it I'd, I'd get it make a little here keep a little there you know what I'm saying that's just that's just the kind of dude I've always been yeah hey you know um, what I'm saying I'll tell you something funny it's not funny but it's a trip uh my wife you know, she gave birth, she had a C-section, so she's, you know, a lot of pain, so the doctors give them, uh, like, uh, what's that shit called? Uh, um, what's that painkiller called? Vicodin. I now. Vicodins, bro. Vicodins, Valium, all that shit, right? And uh, she was cleaning out her closet, going through her stuff. This was, like, a few weeks ago, and I heard a fucking, <laughs> like, you know, and I already know what that is, though, like, a pill sound in a fucking container. I was like, fuck is that? <laughs> And she showed me, and I was like, let me see. And she's like, hell no. She went straight to the bathroom and fucking flushed it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, but I'm like, what the fuck was that? And she's like, oh, he's fucking biking it. I was like, Eesh. Yeah. The other thing, too, bro, like, I, me personally, like, I don't put myself in that environment at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, I would say it was e- it's easier for me than you. Because yeah. pharmaceuticals are everywhere and bro. I think that would and, and that was my problem with cigarettes yeah that was my problem with cigarettes because I could stop buying cigarettes but then if I go to the bar or if I go have a beer or if I hang around friends they're smoking cigarettes and the first thing everybody does is go want smoke and I'm like okay you know what I'm saying but it's been okay let's see it's been 20 21, 21 years since I've had a cigarette. Holy shit. And then it's been 19 years since I smoked crystal. Fuck. Yeah. 
I can't tell you what that is. I can't tell. I can't tell you what that is, bro. I was gonna. But I was gonna no. ask you. <laughs> Yo, I remember it was a Wednesday. I tell you, the sun was shining bright. I couldn't even <laughs> tell you, bro. I don't even know, dog. I couldn't tell you that. I just know that I stopped. Yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, the closest thing you ever got to that shit is we took that COVID test, huh? No drip. <laughs> Dude, that shit was weak, bro. I would have asked for my money back if it was back in the day. I would have slapped the shit out of homeboy. Give my money, hey, back, yo, bro. You jacked <laughs> me. Speaking of that, though, let's tell the world, man. Did you, you did you get your vaccination shot already? Stop, drop, drop. Hell, hell yeah, I got my shot. Oh, oh, that's how that's I got how my, GPA that's how, John, that's how Johnson and Johnson roll. Yeah, I got my shot today. I got the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. I got the single shot. Damn, single shot. One kill, what's the deal? Um, my arm's a little sore, but my arm was sore before that. Yeah. Because I got like tendonitis in my shoulder. Uh-huh. So they asked me what shoulder to do it. I'm like, here, this one, because it's jacked up already. So yeah. Um, wh- whether it's more sore or sore because of the shot, I couldn't tell you. It's about to um, get itchy, dog. I feel a little lazy. You know what I'm saying? I feel a little lazy, but it wasn't too bad, man. I mean, I'll tell you how it goes tomorrow. <laughs> I remember you told me, was it the day before yesterday? Hey, yo, hey, man, I'm about to get my shot. Don't know how I'm going to feel. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. man. Hey, but if I, I feel oh. like, hey, what, what did I tell you, though? If I feel like, shit, I'm still doing the show because I want I want, to, I want to capture this, bro. And then I told you, man, don't fucking rank out on me. You're like, what the fuck does rank out mean? Oh, fool, come on, man. It's a North County thing, dog. <laughs> no. I just don't rank out, homie. I don't know what the meaning of that word is, dog. <laughs> oh, man, dude, I was feeling like shit, bro, when I got my first one. Oh, I remember. No, I, I remember I, that text. I was fucking cold. You all called me but, crying, dude. All I heard I was my like, phone ring. I seen it was your name. I said hello, and I heard... <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? So I hung up on you. You called back. You're like, that was me. I just I couldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, but hey, man, how do you feel now that you've got it now? Uh, because I know it's not, people say, you know, the vaccine, it's not just for you, it's for the people around you. Um, the, how should I put it? You feel like you did it for yourself and for your for your loved ones around you, correct? I think I did it more for my loved ones. Yeah. Um, you know, because I got, like, again, I go back, I got a lot of responsibility, especially with my family. And you know what I'm saying there's family that are that are elder that I haven't um, that I haven't seen the way I would want to. Yeah, so I feel that I feel that that opportunity is coming to happen. It's it's going to come again to be able to do that. And I, I I feel I feel I made the right choice to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect people's um, decision making. You know what I'm saying? I respect yeah. people's people's conspiracy theories. Um, but at the end of the day, dog, if they're gonna track us they're tracking us through these anyways cell phones bro like because when i think about hey you know what i want a chocolate bar and i open up my phone and there's an ad for a chocolate bar it's listening yeah. to me and yeah. it's hooked up ho- somewhere yeah i just hope uh uh <laughs> i'm gonna say this <laughs> i just hope shadow's listening to this man <laughs> Yo, Shadow is one of the motherfuckers that is like anti-fucking vaccine, dog. I told him, dog, I'm like, hey, man, what's that stuff you take that, you know, that makes it go on the diet or some shit like that? Uh, uh CMOS, I take some of that. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you take CMOS, you know that shit ain't fucking 
bunch of veggies were cow's piss on that shit and a bunch of nah. fucking uh, fabricated shit. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, yo, that's natural, dog. I was like, so is the motherfucking bag. <laughs> but like, so like leading up to this, bro, like I have a, I have a regimen that I do anyways, right? I take my vitamins. I have to take my allergy medicine. You know what I'm saying? I do my shake in the morning with a immunity shot. I do that daily. And that's not going to change. Uh, I have a, um, a plant-based protein that I drink. And then I have like this thing that, so I have that with all the minerals and all that, you know, vitamins and shit. And then I have this, um, this, this other thing that I put in my shake. It's, it's by a company called Amazing Grass. And yeah. that has like a bunch of green, like, you know, vegetable and, and it's got like stuff that alkalize your body and detox and good for digestion with probiotics. So I drink that shit. Cause you know, I'm getting older, bro. I gotta, I gotta try to repair what I damaged. You know what I'm saying? And to all you motherfuckers out there, Nesquik is not a fucking protein shake. No, it's not. It's a milkshake. <laughs> and it's good. Hey, you know what I missed though, bro? On some real shit? I might be too you might be not old enough for this. Remember Tang? Oh, oh come on, bro. Oh hell. Tang was Tang is still the shit, bro. That's a poor man's Sunny D. That's more ghetto than Tampico, homie. I fuck with Tang, dog. So you got you got you got Sunny D, Tampico, and then you got Tang. Then you got Tang, yeah. homie. And yeah. not Thong. Tang. Tang. <laughs> not what GPA wears. Nope. Tang. <laughs> not what Albert's <laughs> putting the show logo on. <laughs> so anyways, man, no more talking about, you know, we, we got it out of the way. You know, rest in peace to everybody we lost. And, uh, but dude, episode 40. Oh, fucking X up, dog. Fuck. It's, X up, homie. Hey. Hey, you know what? You see all these people that say that they're big DMX fans. The only song I see they're playing is uh, uh, Rough Riders. The Rough, Rough Riders. Rough Riders anthem. Anthem. Hey, dude. Look at that. Hey, but that song still slaps on me. Oh, well, that, hey, you know one thing I'm guilty about listening to DMX? No matter what song it is, yo, that shit makes me want to drive fast as fuck. <laughs> well, you know, dude, like, my interpretation of that song is an armed robbery. That's what's happening right there. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's what's going on during an armed robbery. Like, do you have a favorite? Do you have a shit. favorite DMX track? Uh, the grand finale. The grand finale. Yeah, that's off the Valley soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I, I also like. like uh, hey, hey, I also like uh, what you gonna do remix with Jail Felony. Oh yeah, I yes. got more homes than an essay. Hey, yeah. You could have messed with me if your best day was on some worst day or something like that. Yeah. Damn, yep. dude, that was hard. I like Damien, bro. I mm. think there's more than one Damien. It's me, Mickey. And uh, did you know that now they released, they just released yesterday, uh, EP of all his prayers that he says? Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah. Hey, that, hey man, that fool fucking got down with his prayers, bro. Like, I am going to say this, dude, with all respect, though. What his Rudolph, his Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, reindeer is comedy, bro. Oh, he knows it. <laughs> they remixed it too. There's another version that's on on Spotify that was recorded at Spotify Studios. Oh and it's Rudolph. Hey, yo, that motherfucker knew all the motherfucking <laughs> reindeers, dog. And when he said, "I know lyrics," no lyrics. Oh, no doubt. One thing also, one thing also about DMX, I give him respect, dog. 
That motherfucker was the only one that I've heard. I've heard other people diss Tupac, but that's the only fool that said that said fuck Tupac, bro. He said it, and he wasn't afraid to say it. You know what I'm saying? That's because Tupac wasn't around. Yeah. No, he was already around, wasn't he? He was still alive. No. Tupac died '96, bro. So I didn't hear DMX till like '97-ish. Okay, yeah, I might be wrong then, but. He did go at Pac, though. He's like, man, fuck you. 97, 98. Oh, yeah. I, I can say it too, bro. But <laughs> now, if hey, you said it, you think... how many people said it when Pac was alive, bro? Nobody did. Exactly, bro. Hey, bro, do you think DMX would have stepped up to Pac? Yeah. Same, similar oh. personalities. Yeah, I think that's the only person that I think that was closest to Pac. Similar personalities. He was really rough and rugged and came from like he was Pac without the without the high, without the higher street or the higher consciousness. Yeah. He was more he was more street knowledge, dude. He he was yeah. engulfed in the streets and that's what he talked about. All right, I saw the nights, man. Yeah, man. And one more thing before we stop, man. I saw that video of him. He was riding like those little doom buggies. You know, little mm-hmm. doom buggies. He well, he was riding that shit in New York, dog. Fucking hauling ass down the street. He stops. All of a sudden, you see a bunch of fucking motorcycles just stop and do like fucking front end wheelies and shit. Pulls over, gets off the fucking doom buggy, starts walking down the street. And I'm talking, he's walking in the ghetto with his ghouls and shit. He's like, How many of you motherfuckers can do this? None of you motherfuckers can do this. And that's true. Like, mm-hmm. bro, bro, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking you know why, though? Why? Because I guarantee you those chains he jacked from every motherfucker on that block. <laughs> <laughs> he was with, with the business. Dogs. With yeah, a dog, hey, bro. <laughs> if you watch hey, the man. Death Row Chronicles, dude, you watch, not the Death Row, the Rough Rider Chronicles, bro, he talks about jacking people with his dogs, dude, when he had his dogs with him. Yeah. Shit is comedy, hey, dude. Hey, I'm all listening to DMX today and uh, at the patio now. Just listening, he was talking about his dogs. I turned around, look at my German Shepherd dog. That was laying there. I was like, talk. <laughs> Can you hear mine snoring in the background here? Yeah. You see TMX yeah. with the pit bulls and shit, all dishes and shit, and I turn around, I see my German Shepherd just laying there. And Albert with pimples on his chest. Oh. <laughs> hey, food, you got <laughs> fucking growing a fucking third nipple, dog. Like and back hair. I know, dude, right here. Can you see it? I was going to I was gonna tell you when we were talking with Wise and Six, man. Hey, the fucking, you know, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is given through another type of procedure, dog. <laughs> yeah, you should see the video when I took it, bro. Like a champ. <laughs> like a champ. No tears. Damn, is that your dog? So what's up? Yeah, listen, watch. God damn. Let's see if she can make a debut on the show here. Hold on. All right. Oh. <laughs> that's, and, hey, bro, and that's not bad. Sounds like me, so, bro. So when we first, so check this out. So when we first got her, uh-huh. I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. Yeah. And I hear, and I hear like a man snoring in my house. So I get up. I told my lady, what the fuck is that? She's like, I don't know. So I went downstairs, see what the fuck, see what the fuck is cracking. It sounded like a grown ass man was snoring in my house. And it was my dog. She snored so loud and so deep, and like it was like, like holy shit. Yeah, so she like she snored, bro. It's hey, bro, life of a Frenchie. 
if we ever do a photo shoot for the podcast, we can make sure we got the dogs chained up with fucking big old chains and shit. Dude, your dog, <laughs> your dog will eat my dog, bro. Dude, my dog, hey dog, my dog got my dog is at one percent of German Shepherds has floppy ears. Oh shit, my dog's at that one percent of Frenchies that just wants to fucking play. Oh, but everybody, she she holds no restraint, bro. Like, she irritates Damn. the shit out of my mom's Rottweiler, bro. Oh shit, your mom got a Rottweiler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my mom's got a Rottweiler. Dog's Holy cool, shit. but this dog irritates the shit out of her. She's always like, hey, hey, hey. Stop. I look at my dog like, I look at my dog and I'm like, hey, man, if she bites you, you're done. I'm not putting my hands in there. Shut him down, look, but don't stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let the Rottweiler go. So what up, dude? 40. Good. Episode 40, dog. Can you believe that shit, though? So let me ask you this, doc. What up, dog? How does, it feel, how, how does it feel to be at episode 40 on something that you created? Uh, fuck, bro, I feel accomplished to a certain extent. Uh, shit, bro, fuck. That feels pretty damn good. Uh, it's just funny how just shit works out itself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when I, when I started the show, remember I told you I dropped like two shows and I fucking stopped. I said, fuck this, I'm done. And, uh, and then boom, started to get the wheels going on again slowly. And then, you know, kept working on it, kept working on it. But uh, I had people hit me up like, fuck, like the, the shows are still dropping, still dropping. You didn't stop. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, we fucking hit that shit started. The gear started running once you came in the show. You know what I mean? So was, it's, it's been fucking amazing, dog. You know, yeah. it's been amazing. How about for you? I mean, how, do you, how has being... From uh, coming from a guest, dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, what started just as a fucking you hit me up, hey, dope show, and then I hit you up, but hey, man, been a fan for a long time, you know, shit like that. And then I asked you, hey, man, you want to be on the show? And then from that to this, and you, like you said, you know, Sasquatch, like nobody knew from you, you were very laid back, which you still are, but now, you know, you're on the show. We do the show together, so you're a little bit more out than you than how you were before. So, has that really changed you in a, in a way? Like, like, uh, did it change you in any type of way? I don't think so. No, I'm still a private cat. Yeah, I share stories. Um, I make it. It makes it easier because I'm I'm not in front of like 70 people doing this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying and. I don't do it for me at all, honestly. I don't do it any for for any kind of self gratification. I'll be honest, like there's Fridays I don't even feel like doing it, right? But I do it so that people can hear people's stories. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And once I've gotten here to do it, and you know what I'm saying, hearing people's stories, I have not regretted getting on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like if you go to work one day and you something's telling you like, man, I should I should stay home today and you go against your better judgment, and you go to work and it's a shit show. Then you're like, man, I regret even coming today. It hasn't been like yeah. that. I think the the guests that we've had on, even the times where I wasn't here, and you had a guest and vice versa. The time that you weren't here and I've had guests, um, I think they've been they've been dope stories. Um, there's a lot of things that people didn't know. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't know, and I know, you know, I know most of the people that come on here already are kind of somewhat on a personal basis. Some of them, you know, not super good, but 
hearing their stories and 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 chopping it up and having a good laugh and telling jokes and you know then having serious one not serious ones but stuff that's going to be more um um inspirational and more you know um on a different platform other than music i think they've been dope dude like um I don't like I said again. I don't think it's changed me in any way. Yeah. I'm still that private dude. I'll still be the guy that walks into the room, and if a song by GPA is playing, you're still not gonna know it's me. You might because somebody might say, "Hey, that's him," but I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, that's me." You might not even know it's me, and you, you probably met me, didn't even know it was me at that time. I still get that. Um, yeah. But it's been it's been fucking fun, dude. Like. You know, I've only been here for 31 of them. Um, you know what I'm saying? The first nine, I can't say that I, uh, you know, say had any part in it, but I think it was, uh, I think it's pretty dope, dude. And I think it's good. And I think we just need to continue to, to expand, you know what I'm saying? And even on my end, like we got to expand out of the music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think we, I think we did that with like the last two, um, the last two episodes and I'm hearing good shit. Like, and shout out to the people that promote us, dude. You know oh, what I'm man. saying, like, bro. Um, what's it called? That uh, that young cat. Um, which one is it? SD Rap History, I think it's called. Yeah, SD Rap History. Shout out shout to them, though. Rap. Um, Always showing us love, bro. Shout out to uh, um, what was it original Chicano Rap Channel? Yeah, they're always blowing us up. Yeah. Um, shout out to the G Funk Junkies. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, <laughs> SD for Casteros. Hey, bro. Um, hey, man. I, mean, I, I I haven't fucked with Wise a lot lately. I haven't really <laughs> like um, say something. Yeah, nah, something leave him alone. Or... Leave him alone, bro. Leave him alone. <laughs> they got hey, you man, today anyway. Guys. We're not even gonna talk about what we talked about today, bro. Because they're oh, they're done with it, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, and then who, who on who who's the, who's the the young lady that follows the page that's posting our reposting our stuff every week? Oh yeah, I thought you might have known her. Just, uh, no, I don't. I, I don't. She be uh, promoting wow. us, dude. Uh, shout out to her, dude. You should probably check check that out because um, like it's on a it's on a regular basis, and you know we're sorry that I'm sorry that I personally. Uh, don't know your Instagram, but I appreciate. Let me the check support. right now. I'm gonna check right now, bro. I'm gonna check right now because I, I, I gotta give. Hold on, we gotta give her props, dude, because she's uh, holding it down. Oh, but I do want to say this, dude. Uh huh. Joe Joe Musgrove tonight, the San Diego Padres tossed their first no hitter in our 53 year history, bro. The fuck through a, a and you guess what? Joe Musgrove from San Diego, motherfuckers. Hometown okay, talent. Uh, hometown talent. Go hometown talent. I have her. Let Go me find her right here. She always shares our stuff. She's always here. I'm looking at her now. Oh, okay. She's a uh, Reina Promotions. Right on. Shout out Reina to her. Promotion. Shout out to Reina Promotions for always, you know, sharing our shit, the show, and shout out to her. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And, and you know what I just saw right now? I just saw some questions, bro. <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's go. 
first question is from uh, the homeboy six, dog. <laughs> He's like, did you bike to J Street in Chula Vista in a bike with no gears or just a regular bike? Um, I, I, it was a BMX bike, bro. No gears. Oh, no gears, bro. You know what I'm saying? What, you think I could afford it back then? <laughs> fucking, when I feel fucking, fucking riding around in, in a mountain bike. Bro, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't afford that shit back then. Besides, I get clowned by my homies, dude. What the hell is that? Are you in a Tour de France? Oh, back, man. Hey, back in those days, dog, at least from what I remember, back in those days, they didn't even have mountain bikes, bro. You had a BMX bike and you had a 10 speed. Oh, man. Okay, man, here we go. Question number two. No, from six again, Doug. Albert, tell us your five Chicano rap albums that you like to listen to. What? Oh, oh, fucking six. Why is it got a? Why is it got a? Why is it got to be Chicano rap question, bro? Like, <laughs> haven't we covered this on like ten other like fucking episodes, bro? Really? I think he just wants to. He wants, they want to put me on the spot, Doug. So I know <laughs> it's. Uh, they shut me down right. today, Doug. <laughs> I shut you down, bro. I started that shit. Was it you? Yeah. It wasn't that dirty, dog. Dude. <laughs> Anyways. Answer his question, bro. Answer his question. Uh, top five albums? Chicano rap albums only? I guess. Uh, that's what the question. You're reading it. In no particular order. No, he said top five. So you mean go down five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Number five. Number five. Number, number five is like least. It's yes. the least favorite. Yes. Fuck. Fuck. Least favorite. Damn, it can't be a least favorite because it's in my top five. Five. Okay, number five. That I like a lot. I don't know if you. I won't say least favorite. Run. I won't say it's least favorite. It's just my top. Five. You have a, you have a, you have a top ten. What's your top five? Number five. Top five. Uh, smile now. Die later. I think this that one with Kid Frost. My Frost. Okay. Yeah. Num- uh, number four. Number four. Aztec, tri- Aztec Tribe straight from the zone. Number three. Number three. Number three. Uh, Yours truly, GPA. Uh, Hard Times. That's the name of the album, Yours Truly? No. I mean, from your album, your, your album. <laughs> You're not GPA, bro. No. Yeah, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I mean, All right. yours. Your album, though. Yeah, from your. <laughs> Man, whatever. <laughs> you got what number I'm saying. Two. Uh, number two. Number two. Times. Number two. That was number three. Number two. Mr. Shadows. Uh, uh, fuck, what's that album called? Uh, God damn it. It's one of the, El Rey the West. That's a fucking hard-ass album. Okay. King of the West. And, and then and number, number, one, and number one, Mr. Mr. Shadow Till I Die, dog. Okay. Yeah, those are it. Six. And then, oh, man, I got another one. No, that's five, bro. You're done. No, I got another question. Oh, shit. Here we go. From the homeboy Jeff, I mean, J underscore F Santiago. Okay. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. He, follow, he follows yeah. us hard. Yeah, he follows. He fucks with us, too. Shout out to him, man. Hip-hop influences. Who did you both listen to that got you into hip-hop, into hip-hop East or West Coast? Mine was easy, bro. Yeah? But I'm going to have to say uh, mine was easy as well. So it was it was yeah, it was easy and the song was easier said than done. Yeah. 
I, I memorized those lyrics, bro. To this day, I still know them. Yeah. I memorized those lyrics. I was 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is sick. And his voice. And then he was supposedly 15 at that time. So he's a little bit older than me. You know what I'm saying? Find out he's 5'6". Dude, I wanted to be Easy G, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was trying to be Easy G, bro. So, um, literally, bro, that was like a consideration of my rap name when I was going to start, dog. I was going to call myself Easy G, but I was like, nah, I can't do that. Hey, what uh, kind Easy of E, bro. Is that? Hydroflask, bro. Well, Heisenberg on the front. Let's see if you can see that. There you oh, go. shit. We got, the, we got the same fucking... Uh... Yeah, but Man. yeah, nah, but I got I got Heisen Heisen flask. Fuck, fuck, where'd you get that at? Yeah. Damn, damn. damn, that's dope as fuck. Man. But yeah, easy. E. Yeah, yeah. I have to say mine too. Mine was easy e as well. Um, easier said than done. That whole album. That's what really got me into make you know hip hop. Easy does how it. About, how, how about East? How about a uh, 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 what's it called? Hold on a second. Your OnlyFans is going off. Yeah, nah, Renee's calling me right now. I'm about to text him. How about my what? My East Coast influence? Shout out to Renee, dog. Shout out to Renee. She wants to go have some orange chicken, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. Hell no, we giving, we keeping it gutted. I got one more question, dog. <laughs> I got oh, one more shit. question. One more question from Wise. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why he asked me this, man. He asked me, why do I think... <laughs> why do I think that the Illuminati killed DMX? Fuck. I'm going to tell you something. If I sit here and I explain that, we're gonna be here all night. Um, it's just a lot of stuff that I've seen, that I've read, and it's just fucking fucking wise, man. That will put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm gonna text him later. Yeah, shout out to the homie wise. Hey, man, you know when we go on their show, I'll, I'll break it down. To him. Um, I'll school him a little bit, drop a little flecha, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I just, uh, I think. You know, I think his death was, I don't know, man. I think something, something strange about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with that being said, that's my thoughts on it uh, for another You know, show. Doug, I've, I've said this before, bro. And I don't know, whether you want to call it Illuminati or not, fame comes at a price. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, if you guys yeah. are thinking there's some secret organization and all that shit... You know, if it is, it isn't, but being famous comes at a price. And some people yeah. are willing to give their life to be famous and make shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, it, 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 you know, I, you know, it may be, um, it may be, you know, something that we don't know about, but at the end of the day, bro, like, we know what got him. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, but the homie wise, I'm gonna break it down to him though, dog. When we go on the show down the road, you know, in the future, and, and he, he better be ready to, you know, take notes down. Oh, you gotta wait till we get on the G Funk Junkie show, bro. That shit's coming. Yeah, that's what I'm I was to make that happen. Man. Make that happen. I'm gonna put them on the spot, bro. 
Hey man, you know what though? Look, I, you know, I, you know, how long have you known Weiss for? Um, so I've known Weiss since MySpace days. Oh shit, no way. If we've chopped it up, like we've never like gone and kicked it and hung out, but you know, we've, we've chopped it up over the years. Um, and then, um, when YouTube started really popping off, I jump on there and I start seeing these tribute, uh, tribute things and, you know, videos that are coming up and I'm, and then I seen the name Wise. I'm like, Hey, why is that you? He's like, GPA. I'm like, yeah, oh shit. So, you know, me and Wise chopped it up, off, you know, off and on for, for years now, dude. And now like, since we all are on that, you know, that group chat and we, you know, we sit there and we chop shit up and talk shit about everybody. No, I'm just joking. Um, we talk shit about stuff and you know what I mean? Shoot the shit and clown Literally. you and clown me and fucking clown Lonzo and clown wise you know what I'm saying like it uh it um it's been a pretty good like a good little circle that we're in bro like honestly that shit's that shit's pretty dope dude uh with that said like have you met him before you guys met no I never kicked it with him bro holy shit okay no Damn, that's a homie so, though, dog. That's a homie. He, you know, he he supports the movement, dude. You know what I'm saying? Big time. Hey, you know what? That him and him and uh, six man, yo man, them fools know their shit, bro. Like music, they know their, they know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know uh, who does too, though, bro? Like uh, Omar. Shout out to Omar, Omar too. Shout out to Omar. Yeah, Omar does too, man. That bro. He, man. I don't know if you, I don't know if you had sent me this before. But he just sent it to me today, which is a remix of the Chronic with Tupac raps. No, shoot that over to me. Yeah, it's called Tupac the Chronic. There's a couple songs like eh, but there's some like was it uh, uh was it Dre Day? Mm-hmm. Dre Day, yeah. They put um they put a different song to Dre Day. That shit's banging, dog. Don't shit. I'm gonna have to peep yeah. that out, man. But yeah, those cats right there, man. They, 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 uh, bro, they Weecho too, bro. Shit, shout Weecho out to Weecho too. Yeah. too. That dude knows it. He knows his music, bro. Like, uh, so shout out to See Me Rock. See Me Rock's one of those cats too, bro. That'll, that'll, um, he'll, uh, he'll make a song, make a beat out of something. I'm like, oh shit. I remember that so, song. Bro, you know, let, let me ask you this. I'm gonna ask you a question. Who's been your favorite guest on the show? Personal favorite? Yeah, I'm gonna have your to say neg- I'm gonna have to say the negative behavior show. Yeah. Okay. And that's just because like, I was able to to reunite with my bros, man. Yeah. You know nice. what I'm saying? Like a lot of history there, bro. Like we, we didn't even cover everything on the on the show. A lot of history. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, have you has your like I don't know if you said it before, I didn't believe you did. Has your Instagram traffic gone up? Yeah, more than I would have liked. I'm a private guy, dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, leading leading up to the end of the first interview with you, it, it, um, I got probably 200 requests. Fuck. Yeah, it was a little overwhelming. Um, I still continue to get requests. Um, I don't follow as many people as I as I accept requests now. Yeah. Um, just because it, it's a lot, but 
you know, shout out to people that reached out and, you know, they're viewing the the post that I put and I get reaction. And again, too, like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm, you know, reacting to your pictures and I'm shouting, you know, I'm, I'm liking your pictures, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's either because you're posting some funny ass shit or you're feeling yourself. And I respect that. I, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should, ever should feel a certain way about themselves. So, um, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 so if I post a selfie, <laughs> you gonna hit that like? Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna hit that. I'm gonna, in the in the um, I'm gonna hit the like in the comment section. I'm gonna put 100, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the hands like that, bro. Respect, homie. Whoa! And fire and two fires. <laughs> hey, let's tell these people about that. Uh, we're not gonna tell them to talk about, but and, and 100. <laughs> The name, so we have Los Podcasteros, yeah, and then the name of the Instagram page, the group chat. <laughs> it's changed three times. Oh, now yeah, that was that's nasty, bro. <laughs> Did you change that? Yeah, the the flavor, the flavor savers. <laughs> nasty, bro. Hey, bro. Why isn't why why isn't why isn't six, bro? They're gonna be like, dude, you got a problem, Albert. You got a problem. And you do. You got a problem, dude. Hey, it's man. A shitty, it's a shitty one too. <laughs> I had a hey, fool. It was another form of addiction. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, Gross, dude. Cause that means it's been in a lot of them, dog. When an addiction, it means you do it with every one of them. That's what it sounds. That's what it sounds like. If I did it to that person, dog, it would have been like you consider yourself special. <laughs> <laughs> Change the subject, bro. Change the subject, man. So, if they tell you, hey, GTA, you could pick one person to be on the show, who would it be, dog? That's hard to get. Anybody? Anybody. Benicio Del Toro. Who? Benicio Del Toro. Who's that? Oh my god. You serious right now? You ever seen Sicario? Sicario, Sicario. Oh, that movie with those hitman fools? With their D, their like CIA guys, DEA, yeah, the Mexican dude, the big tall one. He came out in Usual Suspects. He came out on Fear Loathing in Las Vegas. He came out in Traffic. The Traffic, yeah, he came out in Traffic. He's a good actor, bro, and he's a. Uh... So there's very few people that I see that are actors, bro, that actually get into their character, right? And what I mean yeah. by getting into their character, that they will physically torture their body to look like their character, and he's one of those guys. No shit. Um, yeah, bro. Like, and fear and loathing. He was super fat, and you know, what I'm saying the usual suspects. He's super skinny. He was even in Guardians of the Galaxy, bro. And you couldn't even tell it was him. He's just a good character actor, right? Another one like that is Christian Bale, the guy that plays uh, Batman. I played Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen The Machinist? No. Watch, watch, sure. watch The Machinist. What's that dude? Mahogany. Matthew Mahogany, bro. That's another one, too. 
Well, what hey. did I call him? The other... Hey, no, no, Doc. You know what? I, that's what I get for clowning you, though. Because I, I called him the other day. We were talking about him. And I called him uh, Matthew McConnelly. <laughs> and I was like, boy, it's Matthew Mahogany, Matthew McConnelly, whatever his name is. You know what I'm talking about. That's, that's another guy. But if I could get Denise Del Toro on the show, it would be him, dude. Because he's a, he's a, it seems like he'd have a good, good story. Don't pass out on me, dude. Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy too, bro. You know what I'm saying? When he played, uh, when he played, uh, what do you call it? Um, Venom, uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Hey, have you seen that movie Harsh Times? Matt Damon, homie. You seen that movie Harsh Times? Don't try to, don't try to dodge Matt Damon, homie. That shit's still fresh. <laughs> shout out <laughs> to Ru- Ru- Ruben's all- Ruben's always bringing that shit up, bro. Shout out to Ruben. Hey, man. Shout out to Ruben, dog. It's fucked up what happened to him, bro. Yeah, uh, he, he, he told me, yo, they, my boy went, my boy was leaving, you know, the state to go work somewhere, and they jacked his fucking PlayStation 5 and his fucking drone, dog. Did he That's get that shit fuck. back? I hope he got fucking reimbursed. Because, goddamn, they did him dirty, Hey, hey Ruben, if you're listening, you need to let us know if you got it back. And if not, we need a shot. We need to blast the uh, airline for jacking. Yeah, we're going to fucking talk shit about that airline, dog. Yeah, yeah. Talk shit yeah. about that. Hey, um, but anyways, have you seen that movie, Harsh Times? Yeah, that's a Is good one. Is it good? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, check it out, with man. Check Christian, out. With Christian Bale as the cop, right? Yeah. Uh, and he- and Hector to- playing Hector? I, I haven't seen it. I haven't no, seen it. it. The guy that plays Hector in the movie is playing a character in that movie called Hector. Yeah, check this out, though. I'll tell you something. Uh, The homie that's been training me at work, that's been training mm-hmm. me, Shout out to the homeboy Jerry, man. That dude is fucking. He's been telling me to watch this movie, and I'm gonna watch it. But hey, yo, man, check this out, man. This guy right here, uh, we've been training for like fucking a week, week and a half, bro. We could talk about Training Day all fucking day. Like Training Day is like his number one movie, bro. He puts that movie on his top, and uh, that's a good movie, bro, bro. Bro, when I when I hey dog, when I first watched that movie, throughout the entire movie up until the point where he got his ass kicked, I believed Denzel. Yeah. Like nah, he this is all part of it. He he ain't gonna really try to kill him. Nah, nah, he ain't gonna. And then I was like, like yeah, that guy was a scumbag, bro. Like, shit. Hey, you gotta have a little dirt on you for people to trust you. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> You <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah, bro. Like we, we quote that movie all day. Like fools that we don't like. Not that fools that we don't like. Like oh, I never shake his hand. <laughs> that fool. That fool. <laughs> that fool don't respect nothing. <laughs> he's, a he's a ruthless vato. He's a ruthless vato. I like that. I like that. I like that. Or he's like, or he's like, hey, my boy Neto, my boy Neto, <laughs> my boy, <laughs> and then my boy Jer, uh, hey. Jerry, he's uh he's from Panama, and um this guy, bro, <laughs> is like the biggest Eminem fan ever, bro. <laughs> and oh, I shit, say, huh? you know, yeah, dude, and, and he's always rapping Eminem lyrics, bro, with training and shit. And he's like, oh man, I'm like, yeah, that was all right, you know. He's like, man, he, he always says that he'll never get the proper respect that he deserves or something like that. One of the lyrics he said, um, I probably. What did he say? What did Eminem say? Well, he said like, "Oh, 
he don't get respect because he's white. <laughs> Eminem's Shout good, bro. Eminem's good. I get I get Eminem props. He's sick, dude. He ain't the best, but he's good. Hey, what would you do if Eminem came out with a song dissing you, bro? Huh? Yeah. I would probably let him. Cause I don't want to look like Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to look like Nick Cannon trying to not, trying to shit shoot back, dude. Oh, or excuse me, I don't want to look like Nick Cannon's homies getting back at him for Nick Cannon, cause Nick Cannon can even do his own battle, bro. Oh yeah. Hey, who do you think gave Eminem the best the best uh, the best reply to a district? MGK. MGK. Yeah, I think MGK did. Yeah. Did you? Did I send you a a video of who really won between John Fifty? I think I did. Huh? Yeah, that was pretty good. I watched both parts of that. Bro, that dude that was pretty interesting. That, he has other videos of that. And yeah, I I, I want to watch the Jay Z and Nas one first next. Y'all fuck. You already know. No, but no, 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 but I like the way the dude goes in depth, dude. Like he does, because he did the Death Row Bad Boy one. Was it Death Row Bad Boy? I haven't seen that one. Yeah, he did a Tupac and Biggie one. He also has the Benzino uh, Eminem oh, one M too. Eminem fucking wiped the floor with that dude. Oh yeah, but I like, want to see the. Uh, I want to just see the story, dude. You gotta watch it. I think Benzino's. Were they even raps? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> so now uh, I'm gonna ask you this: coming, you know, I'm gonna ask you. You know, you're a musician. You write music. I'm a rapper. When, when you're a rapper. You write music. You had Was experience retired, with that retired retired rapper. But you get what I'm saying, dog. So the process, bro. When you're gonna sit down and write a diss song for somebody, is there like a how should I put it? A certain way you go about it, or you just fucking start whatever you feel about that person. That's actual facts. You put it on the. You just write it down, dot it down, or yeah, there's a, the, way, there's a way. There's a way to go about it. Yeah, you get a you get a piece of paper. No, you get a pen. You get a pen, <laughs> right? And if you got headphones, you put the beat on in the headphones. And you say to yourself, "I'm gonna fuck this dude up right now." And you may and you have when you write, you have to be, you have to have good exchanges. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. You have to go in there and be clever with your words. You can't just go in and talk shit. You got to be able to be clever with it. You know what I'm saying? Because um, some of the best diss songs ever is not necessarily the... How do I put it? It's not what they say. It's how, how they say it. say it and how they say it. And the most powerful ones also expose the truth. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, for me, I think, number one, and we talked about this with, uh, with Six and Wise, my top three are, it's, it's dollars and cents, it's no Vaseline, and it's hit them up, right? Yeah. Dollars and, dollars and cents, bro, like, exposed a lot of truth, or what appeared to be a truth at that time. It was on some street shit, and I didn't look at eight the same way after that. I got respect for MC8, shout out to MC8, but I just didn't look at him the same anymore because it, it wasn't on some music shit anymore. 
This is yeah. on street shit. They were banging on each other. They were straight gang banging on each other. They went back and forth, dude, but dollars and cents. Just with his name, dude. Like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? The No Vaseline one, at the time that song came out, Easy and NWA were the most gangster motherfuckers on the planet. But Inside Source, which was Ice Cube, exposed that they weren't. He didn't really say much about Easy not being gangster, but it was like all the other dudes not gangster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hit him. Hit and and those two changed it. They changed the they changed the look on on those artists. Hit him up. Hit him up was good just because it was raw and like it was fucked up, but it wasn't on the level of those two. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Even 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 real motherfucking G's dog, real motherfucking G's just pulled the wool like Easy's with street cats. Easy is a street cat, and he's banging on these fools that never gang bang in their life. That yeah. one, I, that one, I probably put that one before. Excuse me, hit him up. Cause it okay. changed shit after. It changed shit after that. So it depends on what level of anger you have towards that person, and if it's personal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's somebody that you really don't know, and they're going to talk shit, you're probably not going to put that much effort into it. You're just going to be, like, the standard, you know, fuck you and your click and your rap label. And, you know what I'm saying? But if it's somebody that you hung out with, you drank a 40 with, you smoked a joint with, you know what I'm saying? You wrote raps in your car, you know what I'm saying? You broke and you went to McDonald's and you were homies, like, actual homies, and shit went south and he did his and you know what I'm saying and, and shit happens and they do a beef you know rap uh, uh, diss track towards you oh that's gonna be fucking personal you know what I'm saying yeah, but at least for me I'm not the kind of dude that's gonna talk about your family you know what I'm saying I ain't gonna talk about your kids I'm not gonna talk about your grandparents I'm not gonna talk about your spouse but I will talk about you you know what I'm saying Yeah. so they say the best diss song is the one with the like they said a Jay Z versus Nas, the one that has the most true facts, right? What you saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's okay. that's kind of the mentality you go with it, bro. If it's personal, it's you know, at the end of the day, dog, like the rap game you have to be aggressive. Rap game the rap game is very similar to, to the street. So if you if someone gets at you and you don't say shit. It's either that you got no skills, you're scared, or you're going to do some shit that ain't got nothing to do with rap, right? It's that element of surprise. But yeah. if you're if you're really, um, say, someone like Eminem, where you're actually a battle rapper, no matter who the fuck this you, you got to battle. You got you to gotta get him back. I wonder why it took him so long to reply to Machine Gun Kelly, though. Uh, probably doing his research. He seems like he's got to be a thorough guy, yeah. right? He, he didn't even waste his time doing the going back to Nick Cannon because he had his do his uh, impersonator do that shit for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was also talking to to my homie to the homie Jerry uh, when Game and Fifty Cent were beeping, bro. G Unit didn't have a lot of comebacks because the game was just dropping, 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 dropping this after this. You couldn't keep up with it. And yeah, but I think they also wanted to cut off his money supply too. 
would if G Unit oh. if, if G Unit would have kept up with that pace, yeah, it would have continued to give him exposure. And once it was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna mention anymore. He's not as big as he was back then. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's fucking it's crazy, man. Coming, you know, same same from, thing with the the fifty and John Rule thing, like on the show, like. It came to a point where Fifty's like, "All right, I'm done." And he didn't, he didn't address it anymore. And then, you know, it. yeah, it was over. But the continued jabs after that, it just they didn't hold any weight because Fifty wasn't paying it no mind anymore. Yeah. Now I understand. Now I understand why they wouldn't do a versus battle with each other because it's on a, some <laughs> personal shit. Yeah. Some personal shit. Yeah. Big time. I think they. Do you think the game versus 50 Cent versus will happen? No. Uh-uh. Same level. I don't think so? Nope. 50 sees himself uh, on some other level, bro. He's not ever going to... Uh, he's not going to put himself down on that on that level. Well, that... That beef right there, somebody lost their life because of that. Mm-hmm. Somebody so lost here, their life. Here's my thing, too, dog. Like... I just listened to Against All Odds today by Pac okay. Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned Jimmy Henchman. Yeah. And who was who was managing the game? Jimmy Henchman. So, you know what I'm saying? There's kind of that kind of character is like, ah, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? It kinda it kinda why would you associate with somebody like that? The second part of that is if they did have a battle, 50's gonna sing on at least five of his songs. The hook, which is the heartbeat of that song. Right? Right. You take those five songs away, it's not much of a battle. I mean, yeah. 50, 50 songs for power is slapping. I mean, like, that song is hard. You know, he had 50, 50 had a had a good formula for a long time. You know what I'm saying? We were right hooks. He was a hook master, bro. He was a good hook writer. You know who's like that too, who's a good hook writer is Mitchie Slick. Yeah. Mitchie Slick can write some hooks, bro, like and it's it's slapping. Like they they were they're memorable. Yeah, what's that fucking Mitchie Slick song where he calls that uh like the intro of the song he's in jail and uh he calls the girl the girl you better get my ass out you know what I'm talking about Mm-mm, not the top of my head it's on the first I think it's Mitchie does it or something like that mm. ah fuck what's that song called damn yeah, I totally I forgot the name me right now where in your over there your side of town yeah you hear a car skidding all over the place and shit what the fuck god damn but yeah, yep, bro. Yep. So for you to write hooks, was it easy for you to write hooks? Is a I, I write hooks first. last. I write the verses first, and then I write the hook. And most of the time, I would write the hook around a couple lines in the verse. Okay, I was wondering okay. how that shit goes down. Everybody's different. Some people like there's. I know people that write a rap before they have the beat. I know people that have the title of the rap before they even write the rap yeah you know what I'm saying I, I I never consider myself a strong hook guy yeah I never thought that that was but I had ideas for it 
So yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, so like, your your the song you like, come play with me. Do you know where I got that hook? No. 666. The little one. That's the last lines I say in that song. Protective custody, regret, and you have a fuck with me. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. Protective custody, regret, and you have a fuck with me. Next time you start for shit, don't be a bitch and run away from me. Come play with me. That's where I got the song. That's where I got the hook. The don't, the don't, don't. Who made that beat? The 666 one? No, the come play with me. Come beat. play with me? BMF. Oh shit, dude! That was a that was an interpolation of uh, "I Ain't Tripping" by Too Short. Don't, don't, don't! I can hear it. Don't, 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 that, that, that. But that's, that's where song. that's where, that that's where I got the hook from from that one. And when you wrote that song, was it really was it really difficult? Or you just fucking went and just knocked that shit out quick. Back back then, I would write quick. That's because of like what we talked about earlier. I was on performance enhancing substances that open up my mind to make my my mind think quick and write quick yeah it's not like that no more so it's different it's it's not it doesn't work that way anymore <laughs> it doesn't bro so now, now it'll take you a year to write a hot 16 yeah yeah it takes me a long time to write it takes me a very long time to write it's you, you know what i found too you know what i found too dog it's harder to write when i'm on my own versus in a studio vibing with people Oh shit! Yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons why it's like, man, this sucks with the Kobe because I've gotten invited on a couple occasions to go record and I and I don't I don't go. You know what I'm saying? So, no shit. Oh fuck! Now that you remind me about that shit. Oh but, man, I'll tell you off air. No, I'll tell you right now. Fucking shit! You know what? Speaking of studios and all that, fucking madman. Reggie texted me earlier today. And I was replying, and I got a phone call, and I never replied back. Fuck. Damn. Shout out to the homeboy Reggie, man. Oh, I'll hit him back. Shout out to Man Man. <laughs> Shout out to Man Man. Hey. He was flying. He was crashing his drone. Did you see that shit? <laughs> I took yeah, you. dude, that was. That was <laughs> man, he's lucky he didn't hit nobody, bro. Hey, man, that guy's something else, dude. Fucking. That guy's something else, dog. Cool cat, man. Shout like, out to Reg. Shout out to Reg. But yeah, man, that's uh. I think this is a wrap for episode 40, dog, unless you want to share something else, bro. No, I think that's good, man. Like, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the coming weeks and we'll see it takes us and episode 50. I'll just, dude, I was just going to say that. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll have 50 cent. We should have had a, I don't know, 40 blocks. Whose name was it? Nah, he's busted right now. All right. Any busted right now? Yeah, he's in jail right now. That we couldn't have got him. Who else is 40? E40. We could have got E40, bro. Fuck, dude. That would be dope, bro. I don't know if I could understand all his vocab, but I can't. Shit. I'm like a hippopotamus. Yeah. You just be over there going, ooh. Ew. Ooh. You fuck with E40? Oh, dude, since since the 90s, bro. Did you ever try his beer? Yeah. What you think of it? It's pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried anything else. 
He's got tequila. And my my cousin Richie likes his, his uh, slur cane drink. He says it's pretty good. It's like a it almost reminds me of like a Boom Farms kind of shit. Oh, I remember Boom Farms. <laughs> remember that? It's fucking me- it's massive diarrhea. Countdown 2020. Dude. Hey yo, that's Chorro right there, though. That dog 2020. Yeah. But yeah, dog. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead and start. You got, you know, you got a busy weekend ahead, bro. Yeah. So yeah, man. Episode forty. Y'all keep tuning in. And remember, wash your hands. If you wash your ass, wear your mask. Social distance and get your shot so that we, we can track you and know where you're at at all times. And don't eat ass. Because it makes you because it makes your breast smell like dookie. Doki dog. Fucking Albert, but, dude. But yeah, man, this show, man, it was, you know, it was pretty good to forget about. It's kind of like a high, bro. Like you make it for, you forget about all the shit that's going on. Yep. You know, definitely. Um, we, we got to get my dog snoring on air. Yeah, my dog out here, this will crash the fuck out right now, bro. She took off on me. Yeah, but hey, man, to anybody out there suffering with any type of addiction, seek help talk to somebody to the men out there it will not make you any less of a man than the next one so yep it's okay it's okay to ask for help it's okay to say hey i'm not okay you know it's okay to cry it's okay to show your emotions it's okay to do all that shit don't hold it in and let all that shit loose get it out of you get help if you have any type of you know, mental health is a big, you know, one of the big ones. So, yep, for sure. It's okay. So, with that said, man, I want to say rest in peace to my homeboy Gabriel, man. Um, wherever you at, wherever you're at, dog, I love you, man. And uh, that's it, bro. And to the dog DMX, all dogs go to heaven, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, big X, man. Uh, big big X. part of our, big part of our life. Um, sure. Some people. Some people say, "Oh, you didn't know him. You didn't." But it's not. If hey, you know part of our. Person. It was part of our soundtrack, bro. Part of our soundtrack. Right. Yeah. What's your? Hey, uh, the, I got to ask you before you leave. Did I ask you? Oh no, I did ask you, huh? What was your favorite Grand DMX song? Grand Grand finale. Finale. You know which song makes me feel sad? Uh, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't yeah, get up. Yeah, I, I heard that one, dude. That was sad, bro. Hell, uh, sad. That that song makes me. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah, man. Craziness, man. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the ALR GPA show, man. Stay tuned. We're gonna drop some more heat, some more random shit. You don't know what we're gonna talk about the next show. We're just gonna fucking freestyle it for show. And that's how we do. All right, man. Thank you. One hundred. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, shout outs before we dip out, dog. Shout outs, dude. Shout outs. Shout out to everybody who supports the show, bro. Shout out people that repost. Shout out to people that like it. Shout out people that laugh at Albert's jokes. Shout out that people that laugh at my jokes. Shout out, I mean, everybody, bro. Like, honestly, dude, like, I'm, I appreciate the support. And, uh, yeah, we ain't done. Shout out to everybody that's been on the show for the full show. <laughs> what? <laughs> for the full show. Shout out to the G Funk Junkies, man. We still got to, uh, still got to kick it. All Dolly guys, confidentials. Dolly guys, confidentials. Yeah, Weicho. Uh, fuck, too many to name. 
Chicle. Yeah. Uh, Beto. 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 Daliga, yeah. Beto from Daligas, Mr. Shadow. Mr. Shadow. Um, Brown Diggity. Brown Diggity. Uh, Brown Diggity. Uh, fuck. Uh, what's the other? Negative, DJ Simi Rock. Negative Behavior, DJ Simi Rock, Madman. Um, shit. Too many to name, dude. Yeah, Night, Night Owl. Owl. Brandon Black. Too many to name. Too many to name, yeah. man. Like, yeah. Hey, shout out to the homeboy Nightmare, too. Nightmare, too. Yep. He's out there doing his thing, man. I can't wait to hear yeah. the album. Yep, so, for sure. With that said, LRGPA Podcast, we out. Are we out?